Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hub World Podcast. Um, this is our special 30th episode, part two. We are breaking down the GameCube Essentials. If you haven't watched our part one, you may want to do that first to get an idea of the shortlist we've created. But we um, essentially what we're doing is we're doing another one of our system essentials. We're deliberating the five essential games from a console. Um, if you want to hear all the details of how we do that, again, check out our part one. In our part one episode, our cast here deliberated 17 games from the GameCube system as the essential games. I should let them introduce themselves to you. So I'm Jules. I'm mediating. Um, I haven't been mediating very well. I did kind of contribute during part one and Maybe I'll contribute a bit here, but I'm joined by... Mateo. Uh, I'm Adriano. Sarah. And Riley. These guys made an awesome list last um, last episode. 17 awesome games. So I'm going to just read those out to you right now, just so that our viewers at home can be reminded what those 17 games are. But our 17 games that we had distinguished were F-Zero-GX, Paper Mario Thousand Year Door, Metroid Prime, Pokemon Coliseum, Super Mario Strikers, Luigi's Mansion, Super Smash Bros. Melee, Kirby Air Ride, Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker, Super Mario Sunshine, Metal Gear Solid The Twin Snakes, Soul Calibur 2, Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg, Animal Crossing, Star Fox Adventures, Star Fox Assault, and Pikmin 2. And somehow from this list of 17 awesome GameCube games, we're going to whittle it down to five. So uh, let's kick off that discussion. Now, I don't know if you guys need any leading questions to start the discussion or if I should just leave it to you guys. But for now, I'm going to leave it to the floor. You guys can figure it out. Have at it. I'm going to go out right away and just say I'm going to, I'll am gonna. i take Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg off because it hasn't been re-released. It's a fairly... It's on more, the more of the expensive side for GameCube games. And it's a super niche game that I think I'm the only one that's played it out of us. And I don't think it's among the five essential games on GameCube that we've at least have nominated here. There's definitely five games that I would deem essential above it. So I'd be willing just to axe Billy Hatcher right away. Awesome. So if we're going to go and axe some of our recommendations, just to make it easier for discussion purposes, I'll go ahead and axe Animal Crossing off of mine as well. Not because I don't think that Animal Crossing is an amazing GameCube game and it is unique. I do think that there is an Animal Crossing that is better and that I would recommend over the GameCube Animal Crossing. And I don't think that Animal Crossing is an essential GameCube experience, nor is it an exclusive GameCube experience. And I will say that New Leaf is my favorite Animal Crossing game. So we'll go ahead and leave it at that. I think the same thing can be said about Soul Calibur 2, so I'll ask that. So we have removed Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg, we've removed Animal Crossing, and we've removed Soul Calibur 2. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. So we're down to 14 games. I'm just looking at the list right now. I'm trying to compare things to each other to see, like, stuff that's in similar genres, stuff like that. Realistically, I like all of these games. I've played all these games. I think Star Fox Adventures, Dinosaur Planet, and Star Fox Assault, though. Like, I just don't think... uh, I'm I'm not super high on Assault, and I, I love a Dinosaur Planet, but like if I compare Wind Waker to Dinosaur Planet, I would never pick Dinosaur Planet over Wind Waker. Like, ever. Star Fox well, Adventure is, Dinosaur it Planet. It is the ultimate name. Yeah. Let's pick Star Fox. The thing is, Wind Waker, you can play on Wii U. That is true. The, all the game of life, with all the quality but of life. But is that applicable to this conversation, or did we rule that out as one of the? We didn't um, rule it out, but just as, if it's playable play, on a, you can't play Star Fox Adventure console. anywhere. 
but the thing is though, like I played, I've beaten that game, and like going back to it and looking and reflecting upon that experience, it's just like the ending of that game is not what it should have been. It should have been way better than what it was. I don't want to get into spoilers, but it was super disappointing and like it really like deflated the experience for me. And like as much as I like the warp stone and I personally like Tricky the Dinosaur, but you have like Wind Waker as a masterpiece type game and then like Star Fox Adventures is like an eight. It's not like an apples and oranges comparison. In terms of quality, it's like one's leagues higher than the other. As from my point of view at least. Like I don't know. It's and there's just a couple like hair pulling moments too in, in Dinosaur Planet. I don't think there was anything really like that in Wind Waker. Adrian, you nominated Star Fox Adventures. Do you have anything to say? I'm not pulling Star Fox Adventures. Well, I already it's also not your sole responsibility to pull it. <laughs> oh, we should go vote. You can always revisit. Like you if you can't if you don't want to eliminate it now, like maybe you need to reduce the list a bit and then revisit it but if you want to vote on it now why don't you so mateo for or against star fox adventures against sarah for or against star fox adventures i've never played star fox adventures i think that wind waker is among the top five in every single gamecube game that's ever come out so if we were arguing between wind waker and a game that i've never played i'm gonna pick wind waker but i won't let my vote affect people who actually have like a genuine opinion on that game well, it's not between Wind Waker or that game. Well, not that was what the discussion was, is that they're similar. Oh. So would you rather have one that's similar? You can have two of similar games, like as long as not the whole list is Zelda likes. Sure. We do have two Star Fox games, though. We should eliminate at least one of them. I don't we don't know. have to do that now, though. Yeah. Uh, I suppose that's true. I'm, the way y'all are, for maybe not to the same extent, but the way y'all are for Zelda, I am for Star Fox. Fair. Well, I've passionate. I've never played Assault, so hey, Riley, you're the you're the Star Fox guy. I mean, what do you what would you choose, Adventure or Assault? I think if an, if any game has to go now, I would not put Assault. I would not at all be okay with Assault going before Kirby Air Ride. So, would you say that Assault is among the top five comparing Assault and, and Adventure? I don't think you should look at it as a before or after because we aren't quantifying when a game goes. I think the only question you should be asking yourself when you're talking about a game is, is this one of the five most essential GameCube games? And if your answer isn't yes, then you should be eliminating it. If your answer is maybe, then you should let it stick around, but I I wouldn't look at it. Yeah, I just wouldn't look at it like... I can't be, unless... It's hard for me to be objective about the things that that I like. Right. There's still when there's things that I blatantly despise still on here. Yes, but that's the thing is again you shouldn't be quantifying in comparison. Don't look at it like well this thing is on and I think this is better. It should just be about the game. This isn't so, really Riley, a what do you want to remove? Kirby Air Ride I think should be the first thing to go. Well, how do you guys feel? I really don't like that because like Kirby Air Ride is well. Why don't we do this? The, the best multiplayer game on the GameCube. That's but, to you. I don't think hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours. Like I can genuinely recommend that game to most people, and I think most people would enjoy that game. Why don't Why don't we do this? Okay. Why don't we? I'll start giving you some like mediation topics, and you can like mediate from there. Okay. So let's start with Kirby Air Ride. Okay. Yeah. So you have two racing games on the list. You have Kirby Air Ride, and you have F Zero GX. Now the first thing we should ask 
is, and this should be a yes or no from each and every person, should there be two racing games on this list? I don't care if you... Don't tell me if you don't think any should be on. I just want to know, should there be two? No. No. There there is a... In my eyes, there is a possibility for both of them because they're both dramatically different racing games. Okay, so, but the general consensus is no. So so that's the thing. That's the next question. So the general consensus... If there's a chance that two Star Fox games can be on here, there's a chance that two dramatically different... Fox. We're not talking about Star Fox, though. So we're mediating this, okay? So this is the topic first. So the consensus is no. There should not be two racing games on this list. So the next thing is this or that. So we're not saying which should be on the list. We're not saying either game is going to go on the list, but which of these games should be removed now. So we'll just go by vote and just tell me which one you can remove. And it is valid to say, I didn't play this game and therefore I don't want it on the list because ultimately this list should represent your experiences. And if more of you have played one of the games, that might be the case. But that doesn't, you can also make a case for it right now before we do the vote. So does anybody want to make a case for either of the games before we do a vote? Well, I haven't played uh, Kirby's Air Ride, so I can't really did vouch for I did, but you know what? I nominated it based off mo- mostly because, yeah, I have played it, and it's uh, it's uh, exclusive to the GameCube, but a lot of people have told me how much they love it. I would have nominated Kirby's Air Ride. Like, that was in my five, right? I want to make a case for both games because they're just so dramatically different. Like, F-Zero GX is your classic arcade-style racer, like like a Daytona-type game that really has not... Like, that genre has basically been erased like the 3D platformer's been erased. Like, it's on somewhat of a comeback now, but, like, you can't really get that experience on a console really anywhere and especially this is f-zero at its greatest and that is meaningful i think because at one like f-zero is a technical showcase type game it had vehicle customization before mario kart it had the anti-gravity like high speed racing before mario kart such a deep cast of characters such deep lore and a story mode that was really compelling like there isn't anything like that that nintendo's made since really to be honest with you and then kirby air ride on the opposite side is one of the greatest multiplayer games on the system has its oozing of charm very similar to f-zero and like you can dump hundreds and hundreds of hours into that game because the gameplay loop is so addictive and so awesome and like they're just totally different. Like Kirby's Air Ride, I don't even consider it a racing game, to be honest with you, because you don't really race in that game. And one of the modes that if you really want to play something else besides City Trial, I think you're kind of wasting your time. But in City Trial itself, the only time you race is when one of the over a dozen games you could potentially play is a race. So they're not really like I really don't like calling Kirby Air Ride a racing game for that reason, to be honest with you. And that's valid. But I, I'm going to bounce back with that just as a mediator and just say, like, sure, but if you are discounting an entire aspect of the game, is the game really worth being put on the list? So I do think you should take the game in its entirety. I'm not like, really it, discounting it, where I'm, say, I'm more saying, like, there's this one mode that is such a standout mode that, like, realistically, you want to play it more for that mode. I, I guess it is kind of a discount. Like, I'm kind of discounting it, but I'm not at the same time. 
Because like yeah, no, I know. You I'm can just, have I'm just fun saying. in the other modes. It's just like the most fun mode is that city trial. Ultimately, the reason I brought this one up is because realistically, I don't think your your group is going to put both of these games on the list, and so I thought eliminating one would be good. So I think the case has generally been made. Why don't we just vote? So this or that you're just voting which one to keep you're not voting to keep none and everybody should just take a stance because that will make it easier so mateo which one would you keep uh see like, like genuinely don't don't vote with the don't vote trying to predict other people yeah, just yeah which no, one would you what it comes down to i think is accessibility and what i would recommend to someone if someone asked me i think f-zero can be too hardcore for some people so i think i have to go with kirby air i just because of how like entry level it is and like you can have more. You have to. You have to put a lot of time into F Zero to have fun with it. I think so. I I think I have to go with Kirby Air Ride if I had to pick one. Okay, and Sarah. So my favorite GameCube racing game isn't even on this list. So I would argue that neither of them would be on my top five. But for uh, the sake of narrowing it down, I would say that F Zero GX is probably uh, my nominee. Okay, Riley. Okay, I would also. Just given how un- brutally unfun all of my experiences with Kirby Air Ride are, I'm gonna I'd go with F Zero and Adriano. Um, okay, you know I actually have not played F Zero GX, but honestly, given the way that Mateo's described it, I'm gonna vote for it. What have I done? Uh, <laughs> Kirby Air Ride is now lost. Uh, is now being removed from the list. Oh God, I hate um, myself now. Jeez. Okay, things happen. So F0GX is there for now. So why don't we move into the next one, which is the next obvious deliberation is the Star Fox games. So again, I think you've talked about Star Fox Assault and Adventures already. I think we can go right into a vote of which one to just keep. Again, this doesn't mean that they're going to make the top five list, but it does mean that one of them will be removed. So why don't we go the reverse order? Adriano, which one are you keeping? Well, I have not played Assault, so... I'm going to go with Adventures. Okay, and Riley? I'm going to keep Assault for the same Sarah? reason, basically. I haven't played enough of Adventure to, to have it. A... That's fair. That's, That's exactly right. my reason. I've never played Star Fox Adventures. I enjoy Star Fox Assault, so I want to keep Star Fox Assault. I play both games, and I like Adventures way more than Assault. I think you're so... biased enough, but that's okay. No, I mean, everybody's biased. This is a subjective list. You will do the tiebreaker here, I think. Well, if I'm the tiebreaker, and to be fair, not to toot my own horn, but I've played both of these games like like (laughs) 10 plus times. Like, I have a lot of experience with this game, and Star Fox Adventures is one of my favorite games of all time. That being said, I think Star Fox Assault is a better fit for a list like this because it offers more... It's a different type of game, like Star. It's Star Fox gameplay, which isn't something you're gonna find um, from other games. And then also, like the multiplayer is so so good. And I think that's ultimately for me what what will, as the mediator, like pushing Assault into the list. While I love Star Fox Adventures, so I I will I'm gonna make that call. Nobody brings me votes anymore. Sorry, Star Fox Adventures. Okay, um, so I think the other one to, to consider is you have a lot of Mario games represented on here. So maybe talking about those, like I don't necessarily want to put you guys to a vote, but talking about the fact that you have Paper Mario, you have Super Mario Strikers, you have Luigi's Mansion, you have Mario Sunshine. So why don't you talk about those four games? Talk about why or why not they should stay. Man, I would argue that they're so different from each other, though. It's so hard to yeah, compare they are. them. 
Yeah, and yeah, that's our, really our list right now is, it was so much easier. I think the last one that I listened in on was the N64 and your list wasn't as diverse. Like I feel like a lot of the N64 games were more comparable to each other. And the GameCube was so unique with most of its titles and it's really hard to compare them. Like to compare Thousand Year Door with Mario Sunshine, you or know. Sunshine and Luigi's Mansion. Or Strikers. One is literally Sunshine and one is literally Moon. Oh, okay, so maybe this is too broad of a thing. Why don't we do this? Why don't we try to find if there's something that we can definitively put on your top five list? So something Sounds to remove, good. not because we're removing it because it's not going to be considered, but something that you all agree should probably be on that list. Sounds good. So just based off of what people have said, I have a few that I think I'm going to pitch and see how people feel. And like this, again, if you say no, that doesn't necessarily mean that we're removing it. It just means that it might not be a definitive like yes we are all comfortable so the first one i think that we can talk about that everybody seems to have a pretty strong attachment to is super smash bros melee how do people feel do you feel like that can you can say right now that 100 that goes on this list i can say that i wouldn't i wouldn't either i wouldn't either okay so that's it that can be the end of this and we'll come back we'll revisit melee how about legend of zelda the wind waker I would. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. It, that's enough to not continue. That's half and half. Yeah, so we'll we'll revisit. How about Luigi's Mansion? I would. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't. I don't think I would. At this point, I, I wouldn't. And okay, so how about Paper Mario Thousand Year Door? I would. I would. Yes. I wouldn't. Now, how do I deliberate this? Because there's 3v1. <laughs> so, well, like... It- it doesn't matter. No. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, it was 3v1 for Melee, wasn't it? It was 3v1 for it not being on. You know what? I'm going to change my vote. I'm going to say no. Well, we're back at square one. This podcast is going to be like 12 angry jurors. Yeah, it's definitely going to be like 12 angry jurors. Okay, why don't we do this? Let's just go bottom to top from the list and see if we can eliminate anything. Pikmin 2, should it stay? Yes or no? No. No. I like Pikmin, but like I don't. I can't see it being in the five. Honestly. I like Pikmin, but I've never played Pikmin 2. Me too. I didn't start with GameCube on Pikmin, so unfortunately I can't really have a solid opinion. Pikmin is gone. Metal Gear Solid The Twin Snakes. How do people feel? I've never played it. I have no opinion on the game, so... I wouldn't say it's iconic to GameCube. I agree, yeah. And did they remake it where you can actually see the faces, or...? That was the remake. This is the remake that you can see the faces, yes. Oh, I see. Wait, so is there is there another remake of this game? No. No, this is the remake. So this is a remake yeah. of the PS1 game where it like okay. fully redid everything. Oh, I would vote for that then. But so, have you played it? Uh, actually, I have a Would it be on your yeah. top five? It's not in my top five, though. No, that's a good point. So wait, sorry. So Adriano's a no. Sarah's a no. It's a no, yeah. Yeah. Mateo's a no. I'm indifferent. I I can't say either way. So and Riley, did did you say? I you, you know the answer to that one. I'm assuming you want to keep it. I do want to keep it. Yes. This is gonna be tough. I don't know how we're gonna deliberate this, but as of now, I'm not gonna remove anything right now. Oh, the only thing I removed was Pikmin because you all unanimously said. But I'm gonna put it on the lower tier. Like I'm tiering them right now. Awesome. Um, I'm glad you're keeping track. <laughs> okay, Star Fox Assault. Yes or no? I'd say no. It wouldn't be on my top five, but if it would be to y'all, I would be okay with it being on the top five. Same. But it wouldn't be on mine, so no. 
Yeah, same. It's the same thing. But if you guys have a really strong argument for it, I could definitely back it. I mean, if it was the best Star Fox game, I'd say yes. Okay, well, it's not that, to be fair. But Well, yeah, if we agree that it's not... Oh, maybe... not, sorry, not the best Star Fox game ever on GameCube. Yeah, yeah. GameCube. But maybe we should consider games that players have played on different consoles, like future versions or later versions, if we're yeah. talking about somebody now. Like, if it is, you know, not the best. That's why I removed Animal Crossing, because I think that there is a better yeah. Animal Crossing experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. We could look at a lot of games that way, though, right now. I think that actually could be a... I, I don't like the precedent that sets. Well, sure, <laughs> but the point is we have 11 games here, and you have to narrow it down to five, so there has to be at least some general criteria. And I think a good criteria to at least consider is, is this game, like, even though it's a good game, is it worth going back to this system to play? I, I think that's the thing you have to ask, is, like, is this something that you would tell modern gamers to drop the games they're playing now to go and play this game like this is a must play and that's a good credit and like me looking at this list like it's a solid list but i definitely think you guys can narrow it down a little bit anyway what what was the Star Fox assault i'd say no knows? okay riley i'm looking at it in regards to not necessarily if something else is there that's it means it's automatically better i'm well i want some multiplayer representation though yeah, and there's lots of multiplayer games still here. So I again like I'm just looking for a vote so I can tier these games. So yes or no. I think it should still be here. Super Mario Sunshine, yes or no? I'd say no. I also say no considering that it was just remade on the Switch. Are we considering the remakes or are we just considering future titles that have been made that may or may not be better or surpass the game? I think when you're considering the re- like the remakes like the ports like that, if it's not like a remake in the vein of like let's say final fantasy 7 remake where it's literally a different game if you're just considering like a port you just see it as an alternative way for this person to play the game should you recommend it like i don't think it should be a deterrent from the game okay does wind Waker hd fall into that yes would you say all right it's the same game it's not fundamentally different so it's still iconic to the gamecube although you can play it on another okay then i would say yes for super mario sunshine okay so one no, one yes. Riley and Adriano, Mario Sunshine. Yes, I say yes too. Okay, thank you. Wind Waker, yes or no? Yes. 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 Mm. <laughs> we got. Well, it doesn't matter. I say yes. I guess. Yeah. So Wind Waker is a definitive on our list then. Oh no 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 no! That's not how it's working. No no right no. We're not like putting anything on the list. I'm just right speeding them right now, just to help. Okay, um, it is the first okay. one that we have four yeses on, though. <laughs> Take that into account. Yeah, yeah, I know. We are. Well, I'm just seeding it right now. So, Super Smash Bros. Melee. Yes. No. 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 Luigi's Mansion? No. No. Yes. I would say yes. So, sorry, was that two yeses, two noes? Yes. Yeah, that is correct. Great. Super Mario Strikers? No. Yes. No. no. Oh, no, that one's hard, actually, for me. If we're comparing all the Mario games together, I would say no. But if we're... Com- oh, man, that's hard. I love we're not it. comparing the Mario games, though, right now. Yeah, no, I know, I know. Right now, we're just doing a yes and Real- no. We're saying, realistically, do you see this being on the final list? I do. Um, okay, Pokemon Coliseum. Yes. Yes. No. I gotta say no, I think. Really? Yeah. It's such a unique Pokemon game. XD exists, 
Yeah, but it's it's like the second book. Do you pick up Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers, or do you pick up the Fellowship of the Ring first? Saying that there are other experiences with a similar. Oh no! This is a very unique game, a Pokemon experience. Metroid Prime. Yes. 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 No. (laughs) Paper Mario: Thousand Year Door. Yes. 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 Nah. And F Zero GX. Yes. No. no. Yes. So we have five tiers here. Okay. Oh my lord. So just to reiterate to you what these tiers are, and we have to start making some deliberations, as hard as it may be for some of you to let go. So the bottom, the bottom ones that there was only one advocate for was Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes, Smash Bros Melee. And Star Fox Assault, we can break down why that is, and people can share their thoughts in a sec. Two out of four were Luigi's Mansion, Super Mario Strikers, Pokemon Coliseum, and F-Zero GX. And then you had three out of four for Super Mario Sunshine, Metroid Prime, Paper Mario, The Thousand Year Door. And then you had all of you said Wind Waker. Okay, well, let's talk about the the ones at the bottom tier. So I think Sarah made a very good point about Super Smash Bros. Melee. That's something that is there for consideration, Riley, which is that... We are recommending people to go back and play these games. And like I know Melee is very unique in the sense that it has a very high skill ceiling in terms of competitive gameplay. But ultimately, most people who go back and play are probably not going to play in that way and likely have had an experience with a Smash Bros. game. So what do you feel Melee offers that's unique enough or special enough that a person now who maybe has had an experience with Smash Bros. Melee, or has not had, or ha- has had an experience with Smash Bros., or maybe has not had an experience with Smash Bros., why should they go back and play that one specifically? I honestly think, I, this might sound crazy to people, I think a Smash Bros. game benefits from having a smaller roster than a, lo- a ridiculously large one. There's more focus on in, uh, individual character balance, and you don't have to worry about so many counters to what you play, you can just play, generally. I would agree with you, had Melee been a balanced game, and I agree philosophically with you that a smaller roster allows for more balance. Unfortunately, that is not the case with Super Smash Bros. Melee, in my personal opinion. But I see. I don't think. I think you're going by competitive players. Like at, at that level, everyone plays four characters. But if you're not at that level, everything is actually viable. Okay. Yeah. But I feel like that's the case with any Smash Bros. game. But like, I think I'm of the belief that. And I, 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 this is probably very unpopular, at least just because of brawl mucks with things. But like, I believe every Smash Bros. game. I think Smash Bros. like a series is very reminiscent to Mario Kart and Animal Crossing and some other Nintendo series, where like every installment gets better, in my opinion, to be honest with you. And like, I don't have the motivation to go back and play Melee because. A lot of my favorite characters aren't even in that game. Yes, there's the adventure mode there, but like adventure mode, when you look at it, isn't really that ambitious because it was one-upped by subspace, in my opinion. It offers the same experience over and over again. Yeah, there's a few like small things you can change here and there with adventure mode, but like when people play Smash Bros, they rarely play it by themselves. So that's why, like, the one unique thing that Melee has, I'm not even really considering it, to be honest with you. So, like, but in terms of the gameplay, though, like, most people are probably going to, like, pick it up and and play it casually, whatever. The balance of the game doesn't matter. So that's what Melee has in favor of it. But at the same time, like, 
I'm the type of guy where the more options I have, the more I appreciate it. And the fact that there's like 80 plus characters and ultimate, that's way more appealing to me than a smaller roster like Melee that has clones in it. Melee at this point, in my opinion, is it's pretty niche because like if you're so dedicated to the way the game plays, you're going to be attracted to Melee. But most people don't care about that. So like any Smash Bros game after it, I would think would be more appealing so i also think it's important to remember that we're not picking the best gamecube games we're not saying these are the five best games we're saying that these are games that if you're going to go back and play gamecube games here's five that you shouldn't miss out on that offer something different from what you are playing now um and i think there is merit in speaking about a game like smash bros that is still around and hasn't changed that much really like other than like increasing content and like melee like i think offers some value but like does it offer enough to basically say that if you are only going to play five games on gamecube if i gave you gamecube right now with five games and i said these are the must play games is that worth somebody's time if they've likely already played a smash bros game and maybe one of the later ones. I'm going to be honest, I think Melee feels a lot different than the other ones. I feel like all the other ones kind of built on Brawl. Like, for did. me, Ultimate Ultimates feels about the same. Like, I know it's a little bit faster, it feels very similar to Smash 4 to me. It is. Fundamentally, they're built off of Brawl, but if you remove Engine, and you don't talk about Engine, they are very much, at the end of the day, the same game. They do play the same, and really, all of them are built off of Melee, because as much as, like, Smash 4 directly built off of Brawl, and Ultimate directly built off of Smash 4, and the only real big change was between Smash Melee and Brawl. Brawl was still built to emulate the way that Melee functioned. And so, like, if I'm going back to play Melee with you, I'm likely going to play it in a very similar fashion to the way I'm playing Smash Ultimate now, albeit some small things. Like, I might do some different techniques, or I might pick a different character, but like is the core gameplay at the the fundamental core gameplay different enough or does it offer a unique enough experience that there's a reason to go back and play melee beyond just if you're a competitive and you're in the competitive scene and i personally think that um my alignment kind of lies more with like riley on my personal opinion i do think that it benefits more from like a smaller roster but i think mateo comes up with some really good points though and i think that that would probably be more of the general consensus and when i picture you know recommending the gamecube to somebody i don't think of somebody from my generation where we grew up playing these type of games i think of maybe like a 13 year old who has a switch right and i think that the newer smash would appeal more to that generation than it would to me as somebody who grew up playing melee okay you know what i'll concede this one i see your points that's fine we can take off melee i think melee has a place in a discussion around the greatest gamecube games but i think in terms of again like that in terms of the definition of this specific type of discussion i think that there's a pretty quantifiable reason why melee is is something that's very difficult to argue for that being said let's move forward now i don't want riley to feel like we're just attacking him so we're not going to look at the the other two at the bottom i, right now. I would we'll like go. to say for the reasons we just said you can't you shouldn't play shouldn't put melee on this list that's the those are the exact reasons why mgs should be on the list because it offers something the other ones can't because it's okay. the only place you can play it 
and it is a most people would say it's a vast improvement over MGS one. It's actually hard to go back and play MGS one, whereas this one is not. So something to consider. So I don't know if there's another game that anybody wants to bring up, but why don't we look at the second tier of games before we go back down to Riley's games? Because I feel bad going Riley after Riley. So we'll go to the second tier of games, which is Luigi's Mansion, Super Mario Strikers, Pokemon Coliseum, F-Zero GX. Anybody have any strong opinions for or against why one should absolutely stay or absolutely be on this list or why one should probably be axed? When you look at this tier of these four games, three of the games are, at least I would consider them best in the series, being Luigi's Mansion, Mario Strikers, and F-Zero GX. And then you have a very unique Pokemon game that hasn't really been done aside from Pokemon XD. I do personally consider Pokemon XD to be the better game between it and Colosseum. If we only had to pick one multiplayer game to come out of here, like definitive multiplayer game for GameCube, I would pick Mario Strikers. And then Luigi's Mansion is another really unique type of game because like, you can choose to have the type of experience you want with that game. You can rush through it. You can take your time. The theming of that game is phenomenal. The atmosphere, like it's, there was nothing like Luigi's Mansion, at least from Nintendo, before that game came out. And I don't think the other two games have necessarily been able to capture the same atmosphere and feeling that the first game had. Because the, the new, the newer no, Luigi's Mansions are. I feel like Mario games. The it even feels like the color palette's even way off. Like I, I yeah. miss like the it doesn't darker, try to grittier. be. Like a- yeah, it's not a blend of like horror, like a light, like comedic horror, but horror nonetheless. It's not trying to emulate that, like a spooky like setting. The new ones are very much like Mario games. Like here's catching ghosts in a bunch of different environments. Yeah, Luigi's Mansion's extremely unique. I really love that game, and I would argue that that would stay. And like, I feel like is it okay if I pull another game in comparison from a different tier? Because I feel like if we yep. keep Pokemon Coliseum, I think it's going to come up against Thousand Year Door um, as a comparison. I vote to drop Coliseum then. Because, oh. I mean, there are many Pokemon games, I suppose. Yes, it is very, very unique. But, I mean, there is only one F-Zero game. I would rather have F-Zero on there than Coliseum. I was going to bring up, like, with Pokemon Coliseum to you guys as well. Like, I'm trying not to to contribute but i i end up doing it because i'm bad at it's difficult so i all i was gonna say about coliseum is like i agree like coliseum and xd are two of my favorite games on um gamecube and it is very unique in terms of what it does with pokemon but in terms of if you look at the actual like all overall gaming at the end of the day it is just core pokemon gameplay with a spin so it it's not actually fundamentally that different. It's just like taking the core Pokemon game, which you find other places, and adding a spin to it. And when you look at like Pokemon as a series, if you were to quantify Pokemon Coliseum in comparison to like the ones like on the Game Boy and like the the DS and stuff, like where does it land there? And that's where I would probably falter a little bit and be like, uh, I probably wouldn't tell people to play Pokemon Coliseum over like another Pokemon game. Because it like does what it does well, but like ultimately, like it is a very bare bones like Pokemon experience that pads that with having a unique concept behind it, like stealing Pokemon, which is something you've never done before. But had you never played a Pokemon game, you wouldn't be able to appreciate those differences. Like that only exists because you have a Pokemon experience. 
Mm-hmm. And even having played a Pokemon experience, you know that something like Pokemon Coliseum or XD are a little bit of a watered-down experience, even though they're very good in their own right. And another thing like we talked about in, in our various Pokemon discussions we've had up to this point is that like both of the GameCube Pokemon games were Gen 3 games, and the core gameplay of Pokemon's changed a lot, and there's been a lot of quality-of-life improvements and... like deepening of the battle system since generation three and i think that also like to go back might be a little bit weird to be like okay well the special attack split hadn't happened i'm like i'm used to having like a big thing like mega evolution or z moves or or dynamax something like that and like that's not there right so it's and also we've more than doubled the amount of pokemon since then also so like well, the, all the Pokemon weren't in the game, too. That's the thing to remember, is, like, you only access the Pokemon if you link yeah. the Game Boy ones. Like, the actual ones that were featured in the main game was only, like, under 100. But the one thing that I did appreciate about it was the focus around the the double battle system, because double battles yeah. are actually really fun, and it's not something that's often utilized in the main game. So, like, using that as a core in Coliseum was uh, smart. I feel yeah, like we've talked Coliseum up enough to say, like, this is a really good game, but unfortunately, we all may have to act. Are, all the games yeah. on the short list are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every okay, game well, here is amazing. So I guess we'll axe Pokemon Coliseum. I think that's what we had agreed. Yeah. Am I, I wrong? Okay. Well, in that case, we now have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games. So you got to eliminate four more. So again, we can go to eliminating or we can go to deciding something that should be there. Why don't we try? Why don't we do that? Why don't we try to add one to the final list for sure? So just looking at the top two, well, the top seed, because Wind Waker actually isn't above the other ones. But looking at that top seed of four games, I'm sure there's got to be at least one game there that all of you can agree can go on this list. Because realistically... At least one of those games is ending up on this list. Yeah. Pass your door. F zero. Wait, what? That's not the oh, we're looking, oh, we're looking top oh, okay. Um Yeah, Thousand Year Door. I would say Thousand Year Door as well. I'd say Metroid Prime. I would agree with Metroid Prime I would too. Say all of these except Mario Sunshine, to be honest with you, but that's Okay, well how well why don't we do this? Okay. So Thousand Year Door. Right now we have three yeses, and we have Riley who said Metroid Prime instead. But Riley, would you disagree with Thousand Year Door? I guess not. Okay. And how about Metroid Prime? So we have two from Riley and Sarah. Adriano and Matteo, how would you feel about Metroid Prime going on? Absolutely. Honestly, like Metroid Prime is the big IP that came out of the GameCube. There hadn't been a Metroid game since Super Metroid, right? And this completely, like, it brought Metroid, like, Metroid missed the N64 generation. So this was Samus's first time in 3D, and, like, this game was, like, super critically acclaimed when it came out, and, like, the amount of exploration and the atmosphere of the game, like, people, I remember reading interviews and people talking about what it was like when it, that game came out. The, the transition from Super Metroid to, to Metroid Prime was seamless. They were able to copy all the, the main things in the Metroid series that's known for into 3D so seamlessly. Prime is what Mario 64 was to Mario and what Ocarina of Time was to Zelda. So it's, mm. it's super important. It's a landmark game for Nintendo, honestly, if I had to say. I think also it is the best in its series 
not necessarily the Metroid series, but the Metroid Prime series. It's definitely the best Metroid Prime game, in my opinion, as well. So, in my opinion, I think Prime definitely has a shot in the top five, for sure. Well, we're just waiting on Adriano. What do you think, Adriano? You know, I haven't actually played Metroid Prime. But if, it, if it's three out of four, then let's keep it. So then, we're going to say I'm going to remove them from the list here because they've gone on to the final list, which are Metroid Prime and Thousand Year Door. Now we're down to one, two seven games that you need to pick three from can we talk about wind waker now we can or else i was gonna go back down to the bottom and see if we can again like whittle down <laughs> okay we can go back down to the bottom if y'all want because if, if we have almost half of the list compiled can i point. just submit something let's go okay i originally like i honestly when we were coming into this i thought the list was going to be the two that we have on there Mario Sunshine, Wind Waker, and then I was hoping we'd do Twin Snakes just so it's not all Nintendo stuff all the time. Right. And I think maybe, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with any of those games. I think that maybe it comes down to just the group that you're in, honestly, and just our personal preferences and honestly what we've played. So I think that your opinion on those games holds stronger than some of the opinions on the other games because, like, I don't know if all of us have played those. Yeah. So I think that you should definitely talk them up because, yeah, I would like to it's, hear. It's hard to talk about why Metal Gear Solid is so good if you haven't played Metal Gear Solid. Cause... Right. Well, I understand you can the still appeal talk of Metal Gear. I've never I've played seen, it. I've, I've seen, seen gameplay. It yeah. Cool. yeah. It's not, it's the, the gameplay of Metal Gear isn't the selling point. It's honestly the story and the yeah. 40, 40 hours of dialogue. And considering on GameCube, too, I'll add to that, like, GameCube doesn't have a lot of those cinematic experiences because nintendo games aren't heavy on the cinematic that's experiences true. so metal gear solid is in a way the twin snakes is one of those games that's like well not only is it exclusive to gamecube and not only is it a remake of one of the most critically acclaimed games on ps1 and a better version of it at that but it also offers something that isn't really typical of a nintendo series clearly right. enough to get snake into smash bros right which i think has its own you know, strength in this conversation for sure. Because if you are playing a Nintendo console and you want something unique, then you're probably going to go for something more like Metal Gear Solid, not, you know, Super Mario Sunshine, which is unique in itself, but it's not a unique comparatively to other Nintendo games. It kind of has the same ambiance, you know? I think most Nintendo games, well, other than Metro, I think share that sort of sort of ambiance, really. Right, and I agree with that too. Well, why don't we talk about again about Star Fox Assault? Are we feeling like it's realistically going to be one of the three of these games that's going to make it there? Should it be one of the three of these games that's going to make it there? What do we think? Maybe we should talk about multiplayers then, if we're going to be like picking out now. Now that we've got it like narrowed oh, down. Oh, true. Well, yeah. okay, yeah, that's true because. What we have right now is we have two single-player games, and the remainder of these games is mostly single-player. So the only multiplayer experiences you have here are Star Fox Assault, F-Zero GX, and Mario Strikers. I think Star Fox Assault is the strongest multiplayer one there, personally. I would argue Strikers, but that also is just my experience, right? I've played all these games, and I, I just I don't see how Star Fox Assault can hold a candle against basically any of these games on the list it depends on your like on your experience and desire to play sports games some people despise sports games Star Fox that, mario strikers isn't a sports to... game really like it okay <laughs> i wouldn't call it a sports game it's it it's so like yes it's soccer at its core but like it's not like fifa it's okay but it's still the idea is you you kick ball you want it go in net 
Where Starbucks Assault is, I'd say it's, it's the shooting though. Can... It's shooting. It's like the same. You can generalize. It's the closest you can get to a Goldeneye sort of experience on N sixty or on GameCube. Well, there's time there's splitters, but it's not. Ex- oh, we can't right, say time splitters. splitters. But time splitters is exclusive. Isn't exclusive, but yeah. Well, here's something I can offer to you guys just to consider, just as another thing is. We already know Metroid Prime is on the list. Metal Gear Solid, the Twin Snakes, could be. Riley's arguing hard for it. And then Starbox Assault, while we're considering in a multiplayer aspect, we also have to consider it as a holistic package, which is also main campaign. Now, I know it's a different kind of shooter, but ultimately, if all three of those games were to make it on the, game, on the list, you would have three shooting games on the list. So just yeah. something to consider. That there are, there are shooters... And like I know they're very different types of shooters. I know Twin Snakes is a is a stealth shooter. I know Metroid Prime is a first person shooter and I know very hard to call it a shooter. I know, but the main the core combat mechanic is I press button to shoot bullet at bad guy. But you the core mechanic is you're not supposed to shoot people except in Yes, scenarios. in Twin Snakes, sure. And just something Metal to consider. Games. Just something to consider. Just because you just... play the Metal Gear games like shooters doesn't mean that that's how they're supposed I, to play. I, I know. I'm just. I'm just saying to consider that as the genre is similar, just as a consideration. I would just like once again, like Mario Strikers, it did a lot for the Mario series, like the the character development. Honestly, I don't remember Waluigi being a meme before Mario Strikers. <laughs> that game. When it came out, it came out of nowhere almost. And like the the multiplayer of that game, that's the core of the game. There isn't anything else besides that. You can have and like build your own tournaments in it as well. Like my friends and I, when the game came out, we would do Mario Strikers tournaments like weekly. We put so much time into that game and like we never got sick. And I think that says a lot. You can turn all the stuff that's gimmicky off and still... It's like Smash Bros, honestly. Like turning items off of Smash Bros... And Mario uh, Strikers, it's the same thing. And even, like, the the only gimmicky thing that would be in there, if you want to keep it, is Super Strikes. And even that is really difficult to pull off. Of the Mario sports games and the Mario multiplayer games, and there's a lot of them on GameCube. I don't think there's ever been more Mario sports or cart whatever on on anything else than there was on GameCube. Uh, Mario Strikers is the most unique out of any of those games. And it's held up the best out of any of those games, to be honest with you. Like, it's Mario with attitude, and I think that's just so appealing. Mario gets criticized all the time for being so happy-go-lucky and, like, innocent in a way, and then you have Strikers, and, like, they're literally kicking the crap out of each other in that game. It's so fun seeing Donkey Kong just smash Yoshi into the electric fence. Like, it's it's hilarious. <laughs> As if Smash Bros. doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I think talking about like the value of revisiting the GameCube, I think most party games right now, if you have a Nintendo system, involve Mario Party and Smash Bros. And I would be so excited if somebody whipped out Super Mario Strikers. I think Me it's extremely too. unique yeah. to the GameCube, and the replay value of it is amazing. I would be absolutely thrilled. And I think that most people would find that it is unique to a lot of other games that offer a similar experience. In Mario Party, the mini games that get chosen for you to play are random, and some of those experiences can be, they won't be that fun. But in Mario Strikers, you have complete control over the experience you want to play in that game. And I think that's pretty important, to be honest with you, because you know how you want to spend your time when you play that game. 
and the value that game presents, like the gameplay loop is, like I said, over and over again, is it's addictive. Like, and I think that is super important, especially for multiplayer games for you wanting to come back. And Strikers basically is dead since Wii, and the Wii version isn't as great in my opinion. So like, we're probably not gonna like as sad as it is to say that there isn't another experience like Mario Strikers elsewhere. To be honest with you, so. I really think when you consider that and the fact that it's a sports game, but doesn't feel like a sports game is. Yeah, I don't like sports games. I love it, though. Star Fox Assault. Yes, it's unique because in modern Star Fox games, at least they don't really approach the ground combat, I think, at all anymore. Right. Like Star Fox Zero didn't have that type of game mode at all. So like whenever I played Star Fox Assault, I just didn't feel like I didn't feel anything that I haven't felt before when I played a game. There's a lot of games like Star Fox Assault's. Like in terms of like the, the shooting and like on the ground combat and stuff. And then honestly, the space combat that isn't multiplayer in Star Fox Assault is better in Star Fox 64. So it's Ooh. it's this, the game isn't the series at its best, in my opinion. That's a fair point. Adrian, do you have anything to say? Uh, about Assault versus Strikers? Or even F-Zero GX, just the multiplayers that we have up right now. Um, again, I haven't played F-Zero GX, but I've heard extremely good things about it. Yeah. Um, I would choose out of those three strikers. And like F-Zero GX isn't known for multiplayer. Like that's not the main selling point of that game. The main selling point of that game is the single player. It's like Dark Souls, but a racing game. Like it's it's really like tough as nails. You need to master the tracks in order to, to progress in the higher difficulties and even in the story mode. After a certain point, the story mode gets really, really tough. And like the game wants you to go through Grand Prix a lot, master your character and the way your vehicle moves. Would you want to prioritize the health of your vehicle or how fast it travels? Like there's there's a lot of things to consider with F, like that in F-Zero. That's pretty unique for a racing game, I would think. But I think multiplayer wise, there isn't much there for F-Zero that's notable but like i said i I don't i don't consider it a multiplayer game like okay well why don't we because i think we need to in sake of time make some decisions yeah so how are we feeling about mario strikers versus star fox assault it sounds like generally people are pushing more toward mario strikers i would vote for strikers personally strikers but i do enjoy star fox assault they're both good games i guess we're not calling any of these games bad we're just picking a sentence yeah. I would pick Strikers as essential over Assault. I I think that Mateo made some really good so, points as you could get that experience elsewhere. And Strikers yeah. is really just genuine to the, to the GameCube. To the, yeah. How different is it from the Wii one? Uh, quite different, fundamentally. The Wii one added needless layers to the game, and it, I think, ruined the core of the game. Imagine, like... The GameCube Mario Parties versus the N64 Mario Parties, Riley. Like, the amount of changes was so overwhelmingly... So, like, Melee to Brawl? Melee the Wii one? No, like, I don't... Not, like, Melee to Brawl. Like, the Mario Parties. Like, where the core, the way you play the game has to change because they added so much needless stuff. Like, Melee to Brawl, you don't play the game differently. Like, sure, it functions a little differently and the engine's bad, but, like, you still play it fundamentally the same. It's, like, Mario Party 5 and 6, like the way that it's played is very different than Mario Party 1, 2, 3, because okay. they altered the, the like, the core, like, like, ingredients, right? And that's kind of what Strikers Charge does to Strikers, is it adds so much needless stuff that it, you're not even really playing the same game. You're playing, like, the core gameplay, but with a bunch of, like, 
crazy stuff that's like really intrusive. It's so easy to score in Mario Strikers Charged. It isn't even funny. Like, yeah. I didn't even it's... know there was a Wii one until now. Yeah. Yeah. Riley, how are you feeling about Star Fox Assault potentially being removed? I'm, I, yeah. I concede. Then let's go back up to, again, we'll leave Twin Snakes at the bottom and move back into the second here. Um, so F-Zero GX, Super Mario Strikers, Luigi's Mansion. How are we feeling about these games making it onto the list? Because ultimately, like, we have to pick three. We have six games here. So realistically, as few as one of these games is making it onto the list. So there has to be some deliberation now of like which of these games can go which ones aren't cut out for for this list or i think for the sake of list diversity like there's only one multiplayer game on our list mario strikers i think it's just so gamecube it's so like early 2000s i think it like it i think at least it should stave at least for me like if i had to seed these three games i would put strikers on the top as a multiplayer experience for roster diversity, for the sake of building our five games, it also has that over any game on this list because it... I, I don't know about that one. Well, in the sense that I think he's saying you like it's a multiplayer party multiplayer game. in Twin Snakes or in Wind okay, Waker no. or in Mario Sunshine because there isn't. I think that's okay, what he's but saying. I think in terms of accessibility, what, we have to assume that maybe these people don't have friends. That's kind of a valid point, too. But the thing True. is, multiplayer is part of the foundation of the GameCube. But also remember when I said accessibility, the the definition of accessibility was more toward, like, can you find the game? True. Like, is it, are you able to play it? Not so much. It's like probably the cheapest regard, game right? on this list, I think, aside from Luigi's Mansion. But in terms of price, not, like, quality of the game, but... Right. Um, I think we kind of need to make a decision without talking about it more. But yeah. the last thing I kind of want to give my my two cents about it is just like Mario Party was such an essential like part of the multiplayer of N64, I do think, especially for we're talking about Nintendo system, we're talking about Nintendo games, I do think a game like Mario Strikers was significant. When I grew up as a kid, my group of friends, my school were Nintendo gamers. They weren't PlayStation. They weren't like, and everybody had strikers and everybody played strikers. And it was one of those communal games. Um, and there, it's one of those games that people still on the occasion will pick up and go play. Cause they'll be like, Hey, like I want to play strikers. And where do you play? You play it on the GameCube. Um, and I don't think there's a lot of games you can say that about where like you actually, like if you want to play it, that play that multiplayer game with your friends that you say, Hey, let's pull out the GameCube to play specifically for this game you know um of course like i still do that for mario party but i'm always playing all of the mario parties like Until it's not MCC the same with, out, you did that with halo sure but we're talking about gamecube not that's true xbox but right like i think there are other games like that yeah no i know there's other games i'm saying for gamecube specifically like how many games do we pull out the gamecube to play I specifically out, i actually game? bring gamecubes around sometimes to play melee i know them. you do but I'm, but I'm, I'm saying in the context of Riley, like when you come over and we say let's play Smash, we play Ultimate, right? And that's what I'm saying is like it's not the same. I know, but it's not the same as like somebody who's like let's play Strikers and they have to pull out the GameCube or like they have to go back to the GameCube because that's the game to play. Like that's the only way to play it, unless you're playing the Wii one. But most people aren't, unless you're Joe. GameCube had less of a defined one than N64, but like when we talked about the N64 essentials, we were all like from the beginning, there has to be a Mario Party on this list because Mario Party is such an important part of the communal aspect of 
N64 and I think Mario Strikers, while it might not be the one that everybody would say, some people might say Mario Kart and some people might say Smash, it represents that same thing. That it same... represents multiplayer games. Yeah, like... it represents that communal, like, I'm going to go play my GameCube to play this game. I'm going to pull out my GameCube to play Mario Strikers, just like I'm going to pull out my N64 to play Mario Party 2. Mm. Because this is a game that's, like, worth setting up an old system to play. That's a great point. And that actually can be applied to some of these other ones here. And I'll argue that later. <laughs> but I, I definitely agree with that. And I definitely do think that Super Mario Strikers should be on our list. Should we compress the list together and just start comparing them all? Because six is kind of a small number now. And I think that um, I think that Luigi's Mansion can be comparable to Super Mario Sunshine. Yeah, well, I Absolutely. think if we take one off, if, if it's going to be Mario Strikers and we take one off, then I think at the next step is to compress the final five and decide two. Well, I would say the Super Mario Strikers belongs in our top five, personally, if we're going to put a multiplayer up there, um, which I think when talking GameCube, you have to, that would be the one that I would pick out of the list. So how are we feeling then? Given the games that we still have here, I don't think it's fair to, like, it's not like we shouldn't conclude that we need a multiplayer game on there. I mean, GameCube was a very fundamentally a multiplayer system, right? Like the multiplayer is arguably the biggest deal on like the best grouping of multiplayer games Nintendo or and like have ever been assembled on a Nintendo platform, I think have been on GameCube. And I think to not reference that at all and only put single player games on our list, I think it's doing a disservice to the system, to be honest with you. I agree. I think like in I think we already to me, the quintessential multiplayer game that people played on GameCube. Sure. But that's what I was about to say is like I think like we all have our preferences of which game that should be. Some of us for us, some of us it's Mario Kart, for some of us it's Mario Strikers, for some of us it's Melee. But at the end of the day, all of us understand that GameCube for all of us was a communal experience and we all had a lot of fun playing those games with our friends. So this is the one that we have here. And I think it's less about voting for this particular game and more about voting for the I understand that a lot of people like this game and a lot of people played it together and that experience deserves to be represented on this list whether it's the game you personally liked or played or not but right see, that's that's going I thought that's going like because that's that's not necessarily an experience someone new can replicate it's not because it's going to be hard to find that communal sense with the game that they pick up now they can because they can play it with friends yeah but it doesn't necessarily it's not going to have the same sort of impact that it did when when it was current maybe not but does that mean it's not worth playing i mean if the whole strength of it is having this huge communal aspect to it's it, it's not it's you only need one other person right it's yeah <laughs> it's important I, to consider yeah. one of those games where i played and was completely not wowed by despite hearing great things from my friends so it's hard for me to endorse it as completely but to be fair like i know it's hard for you to endorse it riley but also take it from this like perspective Super Mario Strikers and Mario sports games aren't your typical kind of game. And like you are inherently I Mario not. Tennis, so I Sure, and, th and that might be an exception, but like I know you and I know your style of game. Like those aren't your type of games, but the people here are very passionate that yes, this game deserves to be here. And so I think it's important to also remember that like while you might not personally believe that this game deserves to be there like there are a lot of people here who do like very passionately believe that this game does have a place there and they like this type of game 
right? And they're recognizing it. Like it's like for me, I don't play shooters, but I, regardless of my personal experience with shooters, I would probably live and die by your recommendations on shooters because I trust your opinion as an experienced shooter player who has really good taste in that. So in the same way, like Adriano, Sarah, and Matteo are very like into like Nintendo party games, and so I think it's it's fair to like be like I maybe I don't agree with this because I don't like these games, but I trust these people's opinions because they have a lot of experience with these types of games and they're still, you know, saying it's one of the best. Yeah, even if you don't enjoy Strikers itself, I think that it's important to have some sort of multiplayer on the list. Because honestly, when I think of GameCube, I actually don't think of a specific game. I think of my brother and I think of the times that me and my brother played our GameCube together. And uh, I think that ruling out a multiplayer would yeah do the console a little bit of a disservice well the thing is and i know this is going to bite me in the ass later on but once again like when we've assembled our definitive lists in the past we never needed a a unanimous consensus not all the people needed to agree it just needed a majority so ocarina uh, time majora's mask (laughs) well it's if we want to be faithful to the precedent that we set going all the way back to the NES, then, like, if three of the four people agree... I'm going to say just as the mediator, like, because I think that's the point of us having a mediator here was for me to try and quantify. I'm not going to say it's because three out of the four people said yes. I'm going to say it's because three out of the four people are passionately saying yes. Like, they're very adamant that the multiplayer experience needs to be represented and that this is the game that represents it. And so I'm not trying to, like, invalidate your opinion riley i think you're valid in your opinions and what you're saying but i think if i'm gonna have to mediate this and it is a three to one and it's not a three to one where it's like i i I don't know i don't feel like this needs any more discussion like i feel like at this point it's just a decision has to be made and i think enough point has been made for it that it val it it warrants it being put onto the list okay so i'm gonna just make that call Okay, so we have the five left that we're just going to kind of put together. And we have to pick two of these, which are Super Mario, Sunshine, Wind Waker, Luigi's Mansion, F-Zero GX, and Twin Snakes. So we have to deliberate further to go from here. So I think the best thing to do would probably be to talk about, I think, the two Mario games that are on this list. I agree with that. And I'm not saying that one has to go, but I think the first question you should ask is, should the last two spots go to Super Mario Sunshine and Luigi's Mansion? Yeah, and I don't think that it should. And I think that actually both of the games are pretty comparable to each other. I think that we can look at them. I mean, story-wise, atmosphere-wise, they're extremely different, but you can break them down to just fundamental gameplay as pretty similar. The way I would look at it is, at least starting with Mario Sunshine, I personally don't like Mario Sunshine, but I'm not going to... Like, that's not going to be anything to do with this. We already have two Mario games on the list in Strikers and Paper Mario. Does anyone here consider Sunshine to be the best Mario game when you compare it to the rest of the games in its series? Like, is Mario Super Mario Sunshine, can you honestly say, is it the best 3D Mario game? I think no. it's the second best. I think Odyssey is the best. I think. Well, it doesn't matter what you think is the best. The matter yeah, is, you say do you is. think Sunshine is the best? And I, don't, I would I think say that compared to Luigi's Mansion and Super Mario Sunshine, I prefer Luigi's Mansion. I think it's the most unique of the 3D uh, Mario games by a long shot. I agree with that too. And I really enjoy it. But I enjoy yeah. Luigi's Mansion better. If we were talking about just 
Because I think that Super Mario Sunshine is more comparable to the other 3D Sun, uh, to the other 3D Mario games. I think that you can look at, you know, even Odyssey and Galaxy and 64 and compare Sunshine with them. But I think Luigi's Mansion's in a totally different playing field. I think it's a very different game. I haven't played it though, but it looks to me in like the mechanical wise looks like a you different game. I have to, I know. Yeah, you really do. It would be in my top five. And I would honestly put it over some of the ones that we have in top five, which I'm not saying to remove any of them, of course, but I would say I'm that passionate about Luigi's Mansion being one of the most fundamental GameCube games and being exclusively GameCube to the point where even its remakes don't compare to it. Not its remakes, I'm sorry, its sequels, sequels don't compare to it. Yeah. Well, that's what Luigi's Mansion has over Mario Sunshine. And like that's com- like totally reasonable, Sarah. Like I completely agree with that. So does anyone have anything else to add about Mario Sunshine or Luigi's Mansion that like could help push the discussion further? If you'd like my opinion, I kind of agree. I think like I've always been one, like we just did our DS D- D- Essentials. And I was very much a push, like what's uniquely DS. And I think Luigi's Mansion is uniquely GameCube. Like, when I think of GameCube and I think of the games on GameCube, Luigi's Mansion is one of those games. Me too. I genuinely think Mario Sunshine is a better game than Luigi's Mansion, personally. And Mario Sunshine is one of my favorite 3D Marios. But I do think that there is there is a, a reason to pick Luigi's Mansion over Mario Sunshine just because... It is, like, I think the games are comparable. I think Luigi's Mansion is something that was started in GameCube. It's something that's never been bested. Like, they've never been able to emulate the same vibe as the original Luigi's Mansion, even though the gameplay maybe has gotten better. Like, the vibe has not, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's something, like, where you look at games, like, modern games, for example. Like, you cannot argue, like, this is, again, this is, like, my opinion, a game like, for example, Metroid, in my opinion, it is objective that since Super Metroid, the gameplay has become more refined. But that doesn't mean just because the gameplay became more refined and the ideas maybe became bigger and they tried bigger things, the tone has never been emulated from that original Super Metroid. And so that's the same thing I look at Luigi's Mansion is like, while I think Luigi's Mansion 3, like at its core... Gameplay-wise, like, what's a better game? Sure. Maybe Luigi's Mansion 3 is a better game, but, like, it just feels like another Mario game. It doesn't feel like Luigi's Mansion. Like, Luigi's Mansion 1 is the only game that feels like Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good. It actually is It's kind of creepy. I think that there's no other Mario game that you can say. Even the Luigi's Mansions to follow are creepy. And it's comedically creepy, but it's creepy. And again, like... Th- the thing is, we're talking about these two Mario games, not that Luigi's Mansion or Mario Sunshine is going on the list. We're just narrowing exactly. down which one is, yeah. are we taxing I, from the short list? Right. I think what it comes down to is Mario Sunshine and me, it, like, I get it. Okay, all Dolphinos, it's tropical theme and, like, whatever. Like, it's Mario is, Mario's in a setting he's never been in before or hasn't been in since, but, like, it still feels like a Mario game. Flood's there to enhance, or I don't think it's enhancing, but like it's to change the way platforming works. Luigi's Mansion, like, there's no jumping in that game that doesn't feel like a Mario game. Like, Mario still mm-hmm. does what he does in Sunshine in every other Mario game. But Luigi, right? Luigi's Mansion isn't a Mario game. It's a Luigi's Mansion game, right? 
Yes. But, yeah, I know. Like my question is how or, different from Luigi? Because I think Mario Sunshine is very different. Like it's very unique relative to the other 3D Mario's. How unique is Luigi's Mansion to the other ones, other than the the atmosphere? Like, sure, you're right. No, no nah. you're not wrong. That is a valid point. I think the big difference being that Luigi's Mansion isn't as storied of a series. So, like, even though, sure, you can get those experiences elsewhere, you can't really get them in many places. Um, and never, like, this version of it. The other thing, too, is I think you have to compare the Mario Sunshine and Luigi's Mansion. While Mario Sunshine is unique in comparison to Mario games, when you compare it to Luigi's Mansion, they're actually similar in terms of mechanics and in terms of the way that they they play like the tone obviously is vastly different but there is a mechanical similarity between the two and i don't think there's a reason to keep both yeah i think that's why it's fair to compare them i think uh, either they, of these games can go through like to be honest but i yeah. also think yeah you either know what? i'm indifferent at this point so what you can just decide amongst yourselves i think both of them can go on me too. I love them both. Super Mario Sunshine is one of my absolute favorite games. I wouldn't say that if you played the N64 and played Super Mario 64, yeah, Super Mario Sunshine would be an extremely unique experience, where Luigi's Mansion would be an extremely unique experience. Mm-hmm. I misspoke. I, I didn't mean that both of them could go on. I mean, either of them could go on. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And if we're going to like narrow it down to a vote now that we all agree that either of them are valid options... Um, I think that's fair. I would say Luigi's Mansion is okay. where I would like yeah. my loyalty. Matteo? Of the two, I would keep Luigi's Mansion on the list for now. So. Uh, Adriano? So again, has Luigi's Mansion been remade at all? Or There's been yes. sequels, but they're not good. Sequels, okay. Yeah, I would there was sequels a and a remake. I, I would keep yeah. Luigi's Mansion because, because of the recent Switch port of Sunshine. But- so I would keep Luigi's Mansion. Already talked about that though being just a different way to recommend something. I, like, I know, but still, like that's that that would be my reason for choosing it. I like there is not... a 3DS version of the GameCube Luigi's yeah. Mansion, but it's not as yeah. good as it is on GameCube, right? Yeah. yeah, it's a little bit watered down. Yeah, so I, I would choose Luigi's Mansion for that reason. Okay. Yeah. So then, okay. So, in which case, shine tears, sunshine, farewell. We'll See you later. You. Good riddance, Mario Sunshine. You are a good voice. <laughs> okay. okay. So Sunshine's gone. Doesn't mean that Luigi's Nash is going on there for sure. Yes. No, yeah, no, you're right. Necessarily. That's what we said. So now we can continue to talk about things. So I so I think this is what we need to do. We've heard from Riley about Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes. We've heard a spiel. We've heard from Matteo a spiel about F-Zero GX. And we've now talked about Luigi's Mansion in depth. We haven't really talked about Wind Waker. So why don't we do that? Why doesn't somebody kind of like take ownership, talk about it, why it should be on the list, why it shouldn't, things like that. With Wind, like remember when we were making the, we made the, when we made the DS essentials, the Game Boy Advance essentials, like the, all the, the essentials that we've done before and we've talked about whether a Zelda game is good enough to be on the list. Well, GameCube Wind Waker especially is good enough. The quality of the game is good enough to be on a GameCube list. And especially since it's been enhanced on Wii U, playing Wind Waker is still pretty accessible. And the Wii U version still isn't like leagues and bounds better than the GameCube one. The GameCube one is still a valuable way to play that game it's still a, it's still a quality way to play that game the game is still fine the way it is i just think that 
Wind Waker is one of those like landmark Zelda titles that deserves every bit of praise that it gets because look at how Wind Waker influenced like a decade's worth of Zelda games. Just its art style alone did that. Mm-hmm. And like Toon Link is in Super Smash Bros. That's an iconic version of Link. A lot of people, that's their only version of Link is Absolutely. Toon Link. So the way Wind Waker streamlined the combat from Ocarina of Time, like and added like Link had all like those special attacks and stuff like that. And like the just I, I just found like the adventure in Wind Waker was so grand. It's different than Ocarina of Time, but it's also it's a sequel to Ocarina of Time. It's a continuation of like and I, I just loved all the callbacks back to Ocarina of Time in it as well. Just like yes something messed up happened in this world. Why is it flooded? Like there's the mystery of that. And like, it's like, there's so many seeds that the game plants early on that. Like it, I just feel like the, the way the story progresses in wind waker and like the scenarios that link goes through in that game, like you go through the forsaken fortress the first time. And like, you have to play a Zelda game, but you don't have items. And if you get spotted, you go into the, you have to like get your way out of the jail again. Like it's, and there were stealth elements there, and like that hadn't been done in a Zelda game like that way before. Like you had the maze and stuff in Ocarina of Time, but like not to that extent. And just like the the way that everything was so emotive, and like Link's facial expressions, and and all of that. Like, like there was just so much character in that game. And I just think like Breath of the Wild. People say Breath of the Wild is a fantastic game, but like it doesn't do that well like wind waker i feel like the character building in that game like ganondorf is as good as he's ever been in my opinion in wind waker like he's you want to feel bad for him like after like i can't say like level design wise i don't like i think all the dungeons in wind waker are pretty good like it's rare to have a zelda game where there aren't bad dungeons and i just think like the only thing you can say about wind waker is there's not enough dungeons but the ones that are there are not bad the items are really cool. Like it's it's hard for me to say anything but positive things about like my mm-hmm. first GameCube experience. And like Wind Waker for the longest time was my favorite Zelda game until like yeah. until I started replaying Ocarina of Time more. And like it I feel like it has to be on here. Just or at least it has to keep going just for the sake of the list. And like the point I'm at right now, like I I would want Wind Waker on the list over like F Zero GX. And I'm a, the only one that's really played F Zero GX, right? It's like that's how yeah. important Wind Waker is to GameCube, I think. Well, so, that's what I was going to ask. Is so here's something just to consider, and the answers will be different for everybody. I know what my answer is. When we talked about N64, we knew from the beginning there was a Zelda game on that list because Zelda was at the heart of the N64. Like the N64 is nothing without Zelda. Because it was so integral. Now, do we feel that way about GameCube? Do we feel that Zelda, like, that if there was not a Zelda game on this list, that it would be less GameCube? I feel like to what Zelda was to N64, Metroid was to GameCube, honestly. There were two Zelda games as well on the GameCube. And I don't think that the iconic Zelda game for the GameCube was Twilight Princess. I think that is for the Wii. And... I think that Wind Waker really does define the GameCube. I think that the GameCube wouldn't feel the same without at least one of the Zelda. I, there's more, there's more, but these are the ones that were like exclusive to GameCube. But um, yeah, no, Wind Waker, I think personally needs to be on that list. And it's not just because of 
biased as Zelda, but Mateo put such a strong argument that I really think that I'm going to replay Wind Waker after this. <laughs> Do it. They might put out a port. You're talking about the characterization and everything is just taking me right back. And I think that yep. they really send Link down a completely new narrative. Um, not even literally, but just his character. They present so much in Wind Waker that other Zelda yep. games don't offer, at least until that point. And it's a really, really amazing game. And I think that you can't even talk about Zelda series as a whole without considering Wind Waker. So mm-hmm. um would definitely put it on the list. Like Wind Waker's in like that, like the highest tier of Zelda games. Like it's a mu- it's in the company of like the best in the whole series. And it, it could be argued to be the best in the whole series, right? Twilight Princess, there's more of a... It's more like it could go either way, but like Wind Waker, I don't think can. I think it's just the way that it pushed the series forward. I think it's just... It's important. And it and the, the thing is, like I said early on in the podcast, feels like an eternity ago, but like I think that the fact that Wind Waker still holds up today in terms of visuals and like it really holds up if you talk about wind waker hd but like even the base version of wind waker it is still a gorgeous game and like just aesthetically it's different than every other zelda game a 3d zelda game at least that's come out ever i'd like to add though because i know mateo you said that you would prefer to have because you nominated wind waker and f-zero gx and i nominated luigi's mansion and also had the intention of nominating wind waker um, with two nominations still on this list. If I had to pick between the two, I would like Wind Waker to be on that list over Luigi's Mansion. Right, so, like, that that's the thing. Like, uh, does everyone else feel that way? Because, like... Uh. Yeah. Like, it sounds like of these four games, the one that is probably most confidently, like, unanimously, like, maybe not unanimously, but collectively accepted to be at least the fourth slot is wind waker yeah is what the vibe i'm getting is so i feel like regardless of what that fifth spot is going to be it's not going to change the fact that wind waker is probably going to fall into this list i agree so yeah okay so then we're just going to put wind waker on so wind waker's there so we have three games left luigi's match and f-zero gx and mel gear solid twin snakes now the interesting thing about this list is that you're not going to, like, you will not come to a unanimous decision. Of course. So there is going to need to be some discussion and some negotiation and some sacrifice decision on, like, what's happening here. And I think that ultimately it should be grounded in the arguments that people present. So at this point, like, what are we? So let's look at our list. So right now we have... I'm going to be a bit reductionist. We have two Mario games. We have two adventure games. We also have... Yeah, no, I guess that's it. Yeah. <laughs> two well, Mario games, two, but two adventure other, games. We have four Nintendo games. We also do have four Nintendo games. We also have four awesome. Nintendo games that have other games available now. Right. Right? Like, we, like, Paper Mario, while it's very different, still has games. Like, that's the other thing to consider is, like, okay, well, like, at least for F Zero and Metal Gear, those are both fundamentally dead series right now. So, right. you're not going to get new games to play in those series. Whereas Luigi's Mansion, who knows? Right? We don't know. 
You just killed Mateo's hope. Mateo's hoping that FCR could get a new game. He hopes that every Well, year. no, this is the thing, honestly. Like, well, at least right now, I think as much as I love Luigi's Mansion, the only thing is, like, we have Mario games on here already. The other thing tough. I think that was not posed about Luigi's Mansion, which I didn't want to say before because I didn't want to invalidate anybody's opinion, but I'm going to say now, as the very biased mediator who is completely adding his subjective opinion onto everything and not playing his role in this at all. Um, <laughs> Luigi's Mansion, while while I appreciated your argument, Matteo, of like, it has great replayability, I also think that's a highly subjective claim, and ultimately Luigi's Mansion is just a three, four hour experience. Oh, and, and like, for somebody who wasn't super intrigued by the gameplay, like, that's all it will ever be. It's just like one short very short experience, right? So, like, also considering that. Although I personally disagree, I definitely see what you mean. And my opinion about the last three games kind of just goes down to the list diversity and how it would be probably best to recommend five diverse games. And I've played two out of three of these games, and I'm actually going to go ahead and put my vote towards the game that I haven't played just because I think that Riley had a really good argument for it. And I've seen gameplay of it. And I cannot say that any of the four games that we've had on our list look anything like it. So I'm going to go ahead and say that my vote will be Metal Gear Solid just because I would go back and play that as somebody who has not played it. Uh, I think that it looks intriguing enough. It's also like the other thing to consider about Twin Snakes is like Riley said, it's it's not like it's just some random game from Metal Gear. Like it is the first Metal Gear Solid game, just like Metroid Prime, right? Like in Luigi's Mansion, yeah. it's the first. So like, and it being a good remake and only on GameCube, like for somebody who wants to get into the franchise, it's probably more accessible or like not necessarily like physically accessible, but like gameplay wise, like it's more accessible for somebody to play that version of the first game if they're interested in the series than to play the actual original version. So it also has that going for it. I highly agree with that. In fact, I want to get into the series and I'm going to start with that. So you can borrow I... my copy. Oh, well, actually, I'll play it on, I'll play it on my emulator, but. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to totally do that. Yeah, as much as I love Luigi's Mansion, don't get me wrong, Luigi's Mansion is one of my favorite games ever, 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 ever. But for the sake of list diversity, I think that we do have other games that might offer a kind of similar experience. Not atmospherically, but, you know, it's, it's a goofy Nintendo game, and it's, you know, it's fun. But Metal Gear Solid's probably the best option. I can, I can live with that, because to be honest, you remember, I said earlier in the podcast that I would rather have Kirby Air Ride over F-Zero GX, right? Yeah, that's right. So, and, like... I'm kind of surprised that other people have vouched for F-Zero. Like, that has legitimately surprised me. Like, I didn't think I gave that compelling of an argument for F-Zero GX. But, like, I hear from a lot of people that Metal Gear Solid 1 is, like, it it has a shot. Like, it can be considered to be the best in the series as well. And this is just the best version of that game. We had all of these rules put in place just in case there's a lot of third-party games. And there's... It'd be kind of stupid if we don't suggest what is probably the best third-party game on the system. So, right. And also, there isn't a game like that on this list either. F-Zero, there isn't anything like it either. But, I mean, 
there's probably going to be another Metal Gear game before there's an F Zero game. So <laughs> that's another thing. Like this is probably better better homework. There will be a good F Zero game before there's a good Metal Gear game. No, there won't be any F Zero games. So yeah, there won't be any good Metal Gear games. <laughs> well, well, actually, I'd, if they remake MGS One in the Fox engine, it could be pretty good. I don't know. But in any case, so then is that the decision then? That's a yeah. Put, yeah, M- Metal right. Gear. Yeah. Okay, so just to reiterate to our listeners, after a long, trying, bloody, not that bloody, actually this is fairly civil, um, yeah. fairly not well, like and we have come up with a very diverse list of games for you to go try on GameCube, which are Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door, Metroid Prime, Super Mario Strikers, The Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker, and Metal Gear Solid The Twin Snakes. I think this is honestly probably one of our best essentials lists we've ever created. Kudos, everybody. Good job. Yay. I can go at Wendy's. We did it! Um, so anyway, um, thank you everybody for listening. We hope that you enjoyed part two of this GameCube Essentials podcast. Please hit like and subscribe. You know, if you're a Geno fan, we're still counting down those days. There's going to be a direct soon. Your, 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 fan, your, your dreams are going to be crushed. And then we'll never mention you again. Just as Geno will never be mentioned again. Other than our Geno. We, we love our Geno. For a second, I, I thought you were talking about our Geno. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, but in any case, like, subscribe, hit us up on Spotify. Um, if you, you want to weigh in on the GameCube discussion, you know, throw a comment. We are going to continue our essential series sometime in the future. We still got some handhelds. We still got some systems. And we're going to keep going. So thank you for tuning in. Um, and farewell. See ya. Bye. 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 Bye.